5.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. And I decided I feel like talking. I just walked to my car. Straight up sounded like I'm in Russia. It's cold in the mug outside. Had a big ass ice storm a couple nights ago. And, you know, hopefully I don't die. Heading to the gym. And then, it's funny. I had a dream. I'm not Martin Luther King, but uh, I had a dream. And in that dream, I was just mid-driving on the highway. All of a sudden, it's a fenced off road closed. And I saw it too late. And, you know, you had that part of your dream where you just crash off a bridge and you you think, you, you figure you die, but you kick out of the dream ahead of time. So, I'm calling it a dream right now, but <laughs> mid-podcast, baby, it cut off. It was a premonition. Uh, so, ahead of time, it was good knowing you. All my uh, couple of listeners. <laughs> It's been real, you've been beautiful. Thank you for investing your time in me. But um, I feel like talking about wrestling. I feel like talking about wrestling. Royal Rumble was this past Saturday. And I got to tell you, if you got friends and your friends like wrestling, watch it with them. It ain't nothing like watching wrestling with friends, dude. The shows are automatically better when you watch them with your friends because you can just crack jokes the whole time. And then when the big stuff happens, y'all all sit there in amazement. And it's just, it's a wonderful experience. I highly recommend it. That whole Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and Bloodline story is masterful television for wrestling like I mean it's beyond like the acting is beyond normal wrestling like normal wrestling acting is on par with porn and uh, I know I talk a lot about porn on this podcast I like porn shit I ain't gonna look some people will bullshit you they'll be like oh, I, I hardly partake in it now I don't partake in it like when I was younger but you know the reason why it's a billion dollar industry I, I leave it at that and I helped grow that pornographic economy I'm a connoisseur See, Kobe was a connoisseur but that's for a different podcast anyway rest in peace porno acting is on par with pro wrestling acting in most cases except for this one I mean, it's it's layer on top of layer on top of layer on top of layer. Like, freaking Sami Zayn hits Roman Reigns in the back with a chair. Roman Reigns falls the exact same way he fell when he got the biggest betrayal of probably his whole life. And that means you had to be watching this shit for the last, like, decade in order to remember that callback. And then you look at Roman Reigns' face because the camera zoomed in on his face and he has this look of shock 
that he was betrayed and then he has this moment of complete and utter panic and it's a split second it's like oh shit this happened to me again like some PTSD kicked into his brain and it just freaked him out even more it's like dude it's, it's just layers on this thing and I'm I'm being very vague about it cause it's 530 in the morning but it was it's just it's damn good television and I look forward to where it's going you hear a lot of rumors that it's gonna be a tag match at Wrestlemania for Zayn and Kevin Owens against uh, the Usos or whatever and if it gets to that point I don't know if I'll be disappointed because the emotions will be so high for that match based off of what I've already seen that hell I, I, I'm you know you're gonna be caught up in it the, it was that mindset very you know I, I can't say short lived cause they ain't played out yet that it was kind of like Sami Zayn getting the title shot or bust, basically. It's like if he doesn't get that belt, it's a waste. And, and I don't quite disagree with that, but I don't quite agree with that either. I come from a mindset of looks matter in wrestling. And there's many, especially nowadays, that would disagree with that statement. But, I mean, this is why it's my podcast. I, and I and Sami Zayn is deceptively large. I've been around him. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Some people think he's El Generico. Um, I was around El Generico. I've heard rumors. Heard rumors that him and El Generico might be the same person. I don't know. I just know I ain't seen El Generico in a really long time. Last time I saw El Generico, his big ass was flipping over the top rope, landing on me and my buddy because we took the bullet for for Gary J. But that's an inside reference. If you don't watch wrestling, you all the way lost. You've probably been lost from, from step one. Quite frankly, if you're still listening, you're not a wrestling fan. I love your ass. That means you're riding with me in this podcast world. I'm just getting close to that bridge I dreamed about. So I just wanted to know. I love it. I love it. But it looks better. Hey, motherfucker got an ugly ass body, man. I look, I'm not. I, I can't. This can't be glossed over. If you've seen Sami Zayn in the past, and you've seen Sami Zayn now, they are two different body types. There's a reason why Sami Zayn now wears t-shirts. Now, that shit can change. It can change quickly. It's not like he's just some fat fuck. I mean, he's got a little, you know, he got a little, uh, skinny fat going on there, but that could change. But if they look at this cat, and they gotta be thinking, man, I can't see this dude 
holding that belt. I can't see it. I can't see him on the Tonight Show sitting in a chair with his weird-ass beard and his bushy-ass hair and this, like, wiry body. I mean, look, I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, El Generico was a nice guy, and I heard rumors, and nice people deserve great things, so this body business not being a body business for a little while would be cool, look, I love Kofi Kingston, but I ain't gonna sit here and act like he's just fucking second coming. A Schwarzenegger, I mean, do have their big ass hole in his damn chest. So, I mean, he ain't a body guy either. But, so, it, it, you know, you can make it work. I ain't saying just discriminate against the man, but, you know, shit looks better. Right? Look, I ain't make the rules. It is what it is. It's the reason why Hulk Hogan ass was on top for a long time. And it wasn't just because he knew how to. You know, talk turkey in the back, bro. And that kind of goes into what my next thought process is as I get close to this bridge. My feelings on wrestling, not necessarily just on the national TV level, just kind of period, is I don't want to beat Jim Cornette. But I try to get some of the shit to say. I think he takes it very extreme, but I also think he understands what his brain is. But I, I hate the fact that pro wrestling got so wide open. I hate the fact that everyone can be a pro wrestler. Let me put it this way. I remember when I was a kid, I'm 38 years old. I remember when I was a kid, probably around 10, 11 years old. Parker Brothers, I want to say came out with a line of toys that were magic trick toys. Like, very simple, uh, full of instructions. They tell you, like, okay, this is how you can trick your friends. And I, I get these things, like, one of them was, like, the invisible card thing. Like, the whole, like, you make a guess the card, and the card disappears, you can shuffle the deck. And then you automatically find that card. And there's something about that card that you find out in the instruction manual to pull this trick off. And you go, or I used to run down there and, yeah, yeah, look at this, look, pick a card. And then he pick his card, all right, go show me, put it back in the deck. And then I would shuffle the deck and, look, Dad, was this the card? And he's like, oh, shit, that was the card. And I'm, you know, I'm a man for like seven years. As long as my dad is propping me up. That, imagine that, except now, when you do the big magic shows, those are the magic tricks on the national TV magic trick shows. Like it used to be, motherfuckers would disappear you know, they'd be in a fish tank full of piranhas, and all of a sudden, they'd be chained up five, six, seven, eight times, arms, legs, throat, ass, cheeks, all just 
handcuffed together and somehow this some bitch disappeared like freaking uh power rangers teleporting and they out of the tank and they don't get eaten by the piranhas and it's like how did that happen that was magic back in the day they put that shit on tv david copperfield on like a whole fucking bridge disappears across the bridge and i have not died yet we made it Now imagine that goes away, and it's the fucking brother magic game. Where motherfuckers sitting there on the TV talking about, alright, pick a card. That's how pro wrestling used to be. People that could make the fucking bridges disappear. And it was a very select few that could make that bridge disappear. And I couldn't, you can rewind the tape, you can fast forward the tape, you can slow the tape down, you can tell, you can call your friends, y'all come and look at it, you try to figure out, how did this dude make this happen? But you couldn't figure it out, try as you might, you could not figure this out. Because it was some next level art, it was some next level shit, it had to be done somehow, but you'll never know. That was pro wrestling. And what ended up happening is it's now kind of shifted to the kids' Parker Brothers game. We gonna make the magic work (laughs) the way that we can make it work. And somebody said, okay, that seemed to work for them. Let me do it too. You'll watch a shit ton of wrestling now. People cannot throw punches. People cannot throw punches. I remember when I trained, I was told, punch this pillow. Make it look like you hit it, but don't let it move. That is the hardest damn thing. I mean, look. It would be, it would seem like it was, it would be equal level of difficulty to make that pillow move with my mind. (laughs) To make the pillow move with my mind seemed to be as difficult as punching this pillow without moving that pillow it's hard it's an art that's just what it is there's a reason why nobody can throw punches because no one can throw punches and you don't have to try fuck it throw an elbow and it's not exactly an easy art to throw an elbow at somebody's jawline and not actually knock the shit out of their jawline. But you know the remedy to that? Actually just hit a motherfucker in the jawline. Screw it. That's wrestling. It used to be one or two, and this is one of those things where I feel like times just change, and that is what it is. But Castle do. A few uh, flips or a few snazzy moves 
a match, and that's it. But you had to have a whole lot of other stuff before you hit those snazzy moves. But what's happened now is, fuck it. The whole match is just be snazzy moves because, well, we can't quite figure out how to make the rest of the match make sense without it. It hit the Parker Brothers formula in wrestling. And it's made it suffer a bit. When you watch a national show and you watch three consecutive matches of people hitting reverse Hurricane Runners, which used to be like the most mind-bending of moves because you would watch this person go backwards and spike on their head. And it's like, sweet Jesus, what an amazing move. But now when you see it in three straight matches, you kind of feel like, eh, I could have done without it. One of the most amazing things that could happen was a guy could run and dive through the middle rope, crashing into their opponent on the outside of the ring. And now you got like 400 pound men doing that. Is it really all that exciting anymore when a 25 pound man do it? No. The magic is gone. The bridges don't disappear no more. You can watch a guy do a triple somersault into a damn, I don't know. Somebody, you can watch a person rotate in the sky two complete times before they hit the ground. And it's amazing to look at. But I can figure out how they did that. They practiced a lot. And they tumbled on a crash pad. But I still, to this day, cannot tell you how David Copperfield made the fucking Statue of Liberty disappear. I can't, I can't tell you how. I, I don't know. I got some hunches, but I don't know. I'm at my destination. So I'll probably cover a little bit of this some more because I didn't get to hit into it like I really wanted to. But for those of you that stuck around with wrestling, stick around with it. Maybe stuff like what happened at the Royal Rumble with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Maybe that'll unlock something in wrestling that just hasn't been there for a while. And that's true attention to detail, keeping people engaged, figuring out ways to do less yet make more magic I hope somebody out there can figure out how to make that damn bridge disappear again but I do thank you for not making the bridge that just crossed disappear because well that wouldn't fare too well for me but y'all have a good one I'm about to go in this gym and be lazy as shit. All right. Goodbye.